My name is Elikem Aku Klunk, but let's settle for the details now. The Ghana Institute of Freight Forwarders has asked governments to desist from any attempt of introducing new taxes that could adversely impact businesses at the ports. GIF says the trading and shipping community are already grappling with taxes and arbitrary charges. Chairman for the group in Tema district, Johnny Mantis was speaking to Joy Business after the swearing-in of newly elected executives. There was this discount policy that in fact aided importers and traders in terms of business. That discount policy has been taking off. There is a certain benchmark policy that is still on our books. That benchmark policy which you cannot find them in any legislation. We are saying that we should revert to the transaction value in terms of determining how cargo should be valued. Of course, you again, you realize that in terms of taxes, we have enough on our books. And we believe that, especially when we are going to end of the year and, of course, elections beckoning, we are hoping that we will not have any more added taxes in terms of trade within our, within our shores. Johnny Mante is chairman of the Tema District Ghana Institute of Freight Forwarders. Now... World Bank projecting that Ghana will end the year with a growth rate of 1.5%. This was captured in its Africa Pulse report released by the bank in Washington, D.C. George Riafe has the rest of the story. The projection is kind of similar to what the IMF has said about the country's growth outlook for this year. This is because the World Bank doesn't think that there will be much significant economic activities in the country that would impact on growth numbers by the end of 2023. But Bank of Ghana Governor Dr. Ernest Addison during a recent engagement with journalists after the Monetary Policy Committee meeting maintained that based on their new data, the economy will grow by more than 3% by December this year. It is not clear for now whether the pickup in economic activities from July to September this year has impacted on the Bank of Ghana's revised GDP outlook. Some might link the World Bank's projection to the fact that things might not be turning around that fast as projected by government. Well, time will tell whether the quarter three numbers that we are experiencing could affect the overall growth numbers for 2023. The World Bank in its Africa Post report is also raising concerns about Ghana's deficit and whether there will be any significant reduction by the end of this year. The Ghanaian German Economic Association has called on the Ghana Revenue Authority to apply a human face to its tax enforcement actions being ruled out. According to its president, Stephen Aintree, recent moves by the Revenue Mobilization Agency seen as harassment by traders could deter investors from bringing in needed foreign direct investment. He has been speaking to Joy Business at the Doing Business with Germany platform to foster partnerships with Ghanaian and German enterprises. This is the real situation. If an investor wants to come in, he will find out from Ghanaian investors and existing uh, foreign investors, others who have invested and find out, my friend, what's the situation in Ghana? Then he might say, well, let's all these other issues. And they could become a disincentive. Like we say, capital is a scary being. It doesn't want to come to a place where it doesn't feel comfortable. That's really the facts of this whole situation. So yes, we are willing to pay our fair share of our taxes, but we also think that we need to bring more people into the tax net. Procurement experts 
Dr. Kang Singpente is making a strong case for a change in Ghana's procurement system within the public sector. This comes on the back of comments from economist Professor Peter Corte, indicating that the current procurement system is fraught with corruption. According to Dr. Kpente, government should deepen its punitive measures on persons found to have breached the procurement laws. We may have to go back to the basics where we started from, where we have the Ghana National Procurement Agency and then the Ghana Supply Commission, where we isolate and transition every procurement activity in the public sector space into what I refer to as a Ghana government procurement organization. That organization should run its balance sheet and must report to parliament. We need to move procurement from the various MMDAs to an organization called the Ghana government procurement, which will run its own budget and regulated by regulation that must report to parliament. We need to change the architecture and then re-orchestrate how procurement is configured within the public sector. The Institute for Energy Security is asking the Junior Staff Association of the Tema Oil Refinery and senior staff to engage and seek the interest of the refinery in the Tor and Torrentco deal. Both associations are at loggerheads with the junior staff opposing the deal. But speaking to Joy Business, Executive Director of RES, Nana Amwesi, the seventh, said the interest of Tor must be superseded of the two groups. It is the leadership of the senior staff union under the body UNICOF that are pushing for the deal without broader consultation with its members. While the General Chemical Workers Union made up of both senior staffs and junior staffs are calling for stakeholder involvement and transparency to ensure value for money from the deal, the UNICOF leadership seems to suggest everything is okay. So see how the deal has experienced one snack after the other. In relation to the staff body's disagreements, the IES proposes a broader, transparent engagement. Governments will double up efforts to ensure the Grain Development Board Bill is passed into law next year. Deputy Minister for Food and Agriculture, Yalfrim Ponado, has told Joy Business the law, when passed, will enhance the country's food security, especially with grain production. The Deputy Minister disclosed this at the opening of the Grain Quality Grading and Certification Programme sponsored by the African Development Bank in Accra. It's been back and forth. I'm sure this sitting is going to be basically on the budget. Yeah, so we may push it through. We are trying to push it through so that we can get it passed during this term. If it doesn't, then maybe it will go into early next year. So we'll push it through. Because we need it. We need the Green Development Authority bill to be passed into law so that it will give the teeth to a lot of institutions to enforce whatever these research people are going to do. Because without enforcement, people will say flout it, you know. We have to do it. Have you ever expressed worry about where you buy your meat because you don't know where the animal was slaughtered? Today, many abattoirs in the country have the challenge of not meeting the standard hygienic conditions. Meat processing companies are expected to help address the challenge, but they have shut down due to obsolete technology. However, Isaac and T, together with his team, have started Pabs Meat to fill the gap in the industry. Today on Food Chain, Emma Davis visited Pabs Food Limited and has more. Isaac Kinti is a meat enthusiast who believes that Ghana's meat industry can compete on the international market if more investments are done. He believes in the saying, health is wealth, hence establishing Pubs Foods Limited to serve Ghanaians meat that has great hygienic processes. If you look at the industry as of sometime 2019 thereabout, the deficit we had in Ghana is about 
115,000 metric tons. That's a huge one for me. Now, talk of filling that gap and making Ghanaians believe in the Made in Ghana brand, such as Pabst Foods Limited, you would only have to do it and do it right. You would have to do it with quality in mind. You would have to do it with hygiene in mind. You would have to do it with safety in mind. The Ghanaian is looking for these things. And so if the Ghanaian can get all these in Ghana, why not? Most importantly, it must be affordable because one of the things that people will tell you is that, oh, made in Ghana goods are expensive. We wanted to create a processing unit that will move off from your regular buying meat by the street. You can't even tell where the meat is coming from and all that. Isaac says, despite the impact of a high cost of feed on the firm's operations, his aim is to satisfy customers, hence absorbing all extra costs. Feeding plays a critical role in raising livestock. And so the right feed matter and the kind of processing we do or the meat that we use has got certain requirements. It must come at a certain tenderness and all that. And so giving the livestock the right feed matters. Increasing the cost of the feed increases the cost of the livestock. Apart from even the increase in the cost of the feed, it is not even available. There is a huge deficit that our farmers keep talking about. It has affected us, but as a business person, what matters is that you need to be innovative, you need to be able to go around the problem and make sure that your customer is happy and at the same time, quality is there and everything. Though being a young company that has been operating for a year, Isaac tells me some projects they have undertaken to provide some source of livelihood to their youth. We're looking at expanding and not just in the area of cow, goat, sheep and the regular. We're looking at going into rabbits, grass cutter and a couple of that. And so as young as we are as a company, we are committed to training as well. And in recent time, we have uh, supported organizations to train the youth in agriculture, specifically to raise rabbit. And it's a 360. What's going to happen is that uh, Pabs is committed to training the youth in raising rabbit. When they learn, there's a starter pack for them as well. And then Pabs Meat will come in as an off-taker as well. Wow. So we are not leaving the young men and women we are training just like. So by the time that the rabbit is ready, Pabs will be there to get the rabbit, package it nicely as it were, finished processing it, and then ready for Ghanaian. That's it for Food Chain. Food Chain comes your way every Thursday on the Joy Business Report and every Saturday at 6 p.m. on Joy News on TV. And before we go, the Ecobank Salary Account is a special account designed for workers of all income brackets desirous of receiving their salaries through Ecobank. With the Ecobank Salary Account, you are guaranteed all the benefits of a normal savings or current account, plus many more. Ecobank Salary Account gives workers free life insurance cover of up to 10000 in Ghana cities, 24-7 access to cash and e-banking services, internet and mobile banking services, high interest on savings, no minimum balance, ability to save through the Ecobank Save As You Spend, a unique feature that helps customers to save and invest. Remember, the insurance policy covers death, 
permanent or temporary disability, critical illness, hospitalization, retrenchment, and more. Savings or current account holders at Ecobank do not have to close their existing accounts to enjoy the numerous benefits of Ecobank's salary account. Just ask your bunch to switch your existing account to the Ecobank salary account. Non-Ecobank account holders should approach any Ecobank branch and ask for the Ecobank salary account. Switch your salary account today and enjoy amazing benefits at Ecobank. Toll-free number is 0800-003225 whenever, wherever, for further details. Ecobank, the Pan-African Bank. Ignition is next. Do enjoy. My name is Eli Kim Aku Kumpe. Thank you.